Hello and welcome to the SJ Chronicles. Today is Thursday the 7th of September 2017. It's about quarter past two um, in the afternoon here in England. I hope you're having a great day. I wanted to just pop in um, in the middle of my day of uh, basically computer tasks uh, and a little blend of household chores, but we'll try and ignore those. Um, I wanted to just pop in and talk a little bit about negativity and other words that you can insert in its place and really pose the question, like, what is the point? What is the point in being negative? What is the point in being fearful? What is the point in being apathetic? What is the point in being um, obstructive? What is the point in being the devil's advocate what is the point in looking for problems and flaws and all that sort of stuff um that's a bit of a blend of words and they don't all necessarily mean the same but you know like what does it achieve seriously you know when you're having that sort of a response to something look back now on your life and think what what the hell did it gain what the hell did it get you um it doesn't help you go forward it doesn't help you make progress Sure, identify problems, but respond to them in a positive way. Look for solutions. Go forward. Don't dwell on, you know, the negative stuff. Now, I understand it's easy for me to say, and sometimes you cannot objectively think your way out of such a state. Um, But I do believe, and I've said before, that everyone is capable of working on themselves in some way to improve their general baseline, if you like such that you have less and less of those kinds of responses. And when you do have those responses, the extent of the response is much less. And, you know, rather than looking at the negatives, your instinct and your nature becomes much more about looking at positives, looking at solutions, looking at ways of making progress, looking at ways of going forward. I mean, we've all met people whose instinct seems to be negative, um and why what is the point you know i just um yeah it's just there is no point to it and as i say i totally understand it's easy to say harder to do but you might as well commit to trying to do something about it if you feel like your general nature is negative and down and so on you know um do something about it work on yourself do some personal development become self-aware Learn to observe your responses to things, learn to be in those moments and to essentially pivot the way you live your life to one of positivity, energy and looking forward and progress and problem solving, building momentum in the right direction. And as I've said many times before, you just watch how that continues to propel you to places that you never quite thought were possible. All right, I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to catch you again later in the day. Enjoy yourself in the meantime. Cheers. Bye. Yay! So I'm back. It's um, about 9.25pm. Doing a final segment a little bit earlier than normal. Um, I have to get up pretty early tomorrow morning because I have an investor meeting that I have to drive to um, through the rush hour around the M25 in London not not uh, the greatest experience in the world. I'm going to try to get to bed earlier than normal. 
um, because I do have to get up early and then I've got um, another meeting somewhere else and then a conference call after that and uh, it'll be a long day. The difficulty of course being that to just go to bed earlier one night is not always that easy when it's not your normal bedtime. But anyway, um, so I thought I'd nip in and do my segment a little bit earlier. I was planning on talking about self-esteem in this segment, which um, was kind of therefore ironic that I received an email from somebody today. Uh, I'm not going to mention her by name because I think it's best to keep her anonymous. But with her permission, I have, um, which I have got, I'm going to just read you a little bit of her email. I'm not going to read it all because, again, I want to keep the specifics out of it. But it was um, along the lines of what I was going to be talking about. So I'll just um, read bits of the email and then I will share a few of my own thoughts with you about this as well. So she says, I've been thinking about what makes people afraid and how fear holds people back. I work in a lot of different places with a lot of different people, so I feel I have a reasonable grip on what makes people tick. It's multifactorial, often influenced by circumstance, age, life experience, finances, and so forth. I think that people who are most afraid have less social resources, be it family or a strong network of friends, who may also be colleagues but not necessarily. And I think this is a greater factor than financial security. It actually all comes down to self-confidence and self-belief and how a strong social network can reinforce that. I can see from my own experiences how being believed in by those around me has allowed me to grow in confidence and be a better person. And I don't mean that times when I've lacked self-belief are anyone's fault but my own. She then goes on to describe an incident that occurred in a practice that she used to work in, but I've completely removed that because I think it's just better that way from an anonymity point of view. But after this description of the incident, she says, The point is that I've learned from the incident. It has taken a while, but the key, I think, is not to lament what you cannot change. Instead, it's so much better to focus on changing what you can. Above all, never blame others. Nobody is responsible for my destiny except me. When people do bad things, it's not because they are bad people intrinsically. Nobody is. I have never in my life felt more confident and content. I can accept any mistakes I make, and believe me, there are loads, as normal and part of the learning curve. People don't hate me. There are always going to be people that aren't keen on me, but that's fine. So anyway, I just wanted to illustrate that fear is usually related to lack of self-esteem and the Ralph people won't have that problem because you will have a culture of doing things. It also helps others to grow knowing that people care about them. I think you'll have that at the Ralph too. I thought it was a really great email and hence I asked for permission to read out bits of it um, on this segment. It's not all about self-esteem and self-confidence and self-belief, but obviously a fair amount of it is. And I guess the main point I wanted to just add is, you know, I've said this before on this podcast, that I think that there are two ways of being. One is where you are susceptible to external influences, and one is when you are not. Um, and so if I put it another way, what if your self-confidence, self-belief, self-esteem did not depend on anything outside of you? And therefore it did not matter if you had financial resources 
or indeed a strong network of friends, um, a strong social support network? What if you could develop yourself to a place where you no longer depended on anything outside of you to derive your self-confidence, your self-worth and your self-esteem? I realize and I always say that it's not an easy thing to do and it takes work and effort and commitment to develop to that place and you know we won't all not all of us will get there but what a goal right i'm gonna leave you till tomorrow so take chances be compassionate leave in a beautiful state cheers bye bye <laughs>